and welcome to Keep You Posted. Today is Sunday, November 8th, 2020. It's like 8.15 p.m. My name is Hannah Trav. I'm a comedian, law student, and your host. Woohoo! I'm joined, as always, by my lovely friend and producer, Ross Wiseman. Hi, hey, Ross. hey, hey, hey. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. I'm great. I mean, listen, guys, if you haven't heard the news... Where have you been? Joe Jergensen uh, is president. No, guys, the people have spoken, and the next president of the United States will be Tom freaking Steyer, baby. <laughs> Take a shot. No, it's Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Joseph R. Biden is the president-elect, and Kamala D. Harris is the vice president-elect, and they make normal sentences and tweet normal things, and Joe has dogs. Yes, including what will be the first rescue dog uh, or first shelter dog uh, to live in the White House. That's very Joe Biden of him. Mm -hmm. No. Um, Also, I heard that Jill Biden is apparently going to still teach, which is amazing. Yeah, I think Um, I think you and I were talking about that when we were discussing the DNC, because I remember Jill gave her speech in a classroom Mm-hmm. And then Joe came by after her speech and he's like, didn't he, didn't she do a great job? And we're all yeah, like, that yes. Yeah, her passion. Yeah, Ross, this is so exciting. Isn't it so exciting? Are yeah, you excited? I, How do you I, feel? We're just going to, guys, we're just going to talk about it today. And then I'll like pepper some facts in, tell you some stories. But I figure you're reading about the election. You might want to hear what Ross and I have to say. So, um, Ross, what did you do? How was your week? Tell us. Well, I'll tell you after <laughs> the theme song. Cracking up. Well, it's partially because last week we, it was uh, another kind of informal episode. And uh, when we do episodes like that, I'm never sure when to put in the theme song. So I figured let's get out of the way um, so we can talk about um, our Biden stuff. Yeah. Um, It was badass. Thank you. Go ahead. Yeah. Tell me. I feel, I I felt great. So um, uh, my boyfriend and I, we were, um, our plan last week was to get out of the city for a few days, mm-hmm. partially because, you know, depending on how things went and we kind of saw how things were with um, some of the uh, QAnon people that came to Philadelphia. And oh, uh, my God, that was so guns. scary. Uh, luckily, you know, um, neither of us uh, live that, uh, that close to the convention center, but still. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, him and I wanted to get out. And so we were driving uh, to meet up with some friends uh, in the suburbs, and we were making a just a quick stop. When was this? Yesterday? Yes, this was yesterday, uh, the Oh, 7th. okay. Um, and so we were just, like, pulling over for a second for a quick stop, and um, we see all of these people holding signs next to a farmer's market, and mm-hmm. we were first thinking, like, oh, crap, are these, like, protesters? But no, we saw, like, pro-Joe things. And then my phone starts buzzing, and I look at it, and I'm seeing my friends being like, guys, it, like they called it. And I'm like, what? So I reload um, NPR because they were following the AP's guidance and boom, right there. And uh, it uh, like, I don't know about you, but my entire head got goosebumps for like five, yes. 10 minutes. Like it, I didn't realize that I had been feeling this way for so long, especially the past few months with quarantine and with dealing with the uh, election. But 
I just felt myself like feel just a little bit at ease and like not as mm-hmm. much on edge. Like, I mean, even vacations and stuff that I've been on, it's like, it's always on the back of my mind. And, um, We've been doing this for four years. Yeah, and to and to see all of these uh, people like honking and cheering, like somebody drove by blasting "Celebration." Uh, the song that I blasted twice was "I'm Still Standing" by Elton John, and I love uh, it. it was just "Celebration" like a... was the song that Joe played when he accepted the nomination, and it was a I... little cheesy. It was come on. It, well, it cracked me up so hard because I was like, you know that he chose this, like you ha- you know that that was Joe Biden's choice. So then, like, actually... you know, I like that song. Yeah, like I have a feeling, I don't know, I like watch enough political shows that like a staffer came in and was like, hey, listen, we got to pick a song. And he was like, I got just the one. But um, <laughs> but actually, when I texted my boyfriend to tell him, he sent me the song back and he's like, I'm not even listening to it right now. I'm just hearing <laughs> it in my head. <laughs> but yeah, it was. And we uh, we so we stopped at like a yarn shop for our, our like a little errand. And we got a what shop, a, a yarn shop. Like you to knit? Yeah, because my uh, my boyfriend is making me a uh, uh, a scarf for uh, the holidays. Wow, that's adorable. Yeah, okay. it was very adorable. <laughs> um, and so we got to tell this like very old man because he was like, "Yeah, I heard like what's going like have they have you heard anything?" And we were like, yeah. "Yeah, he he won like that's what all this honking was." And he's like, "Oh, they're like," and he called Trump uh, the Führer. So like this guy, uh, this guy knows what's up. That's a very very good story for how you found out. Yeah, it's way better than mine. And then I, I bought kettle corn, so I've been eating that the past. Where day. was this in Lancaster? No, so we were in Chestnut Hill, which is like a fun oh, suburb. Yeah. And then we were driving. That's up. where they have the Harry Potter festival. Yes, uh, and then we were driving up to New Hope because there was this like giant outdoor, mm. like cutesy shopping area. Hmm. So oh, definitely recommend. And we had like some good day drinks and uh, nice. My parents go to New Hope sometimes. It's together. great. Highly recommend. So what? What? How did you? How Isn't did it you a very it? gay town? Um, I'm not Do sure. I, it am feels, I making if, this up? I think so. Maybe Newtown, because New Hope, oh, um, from what we saw, is like it's very rural. Um, surprisingly, a lot of Biden things because there's so many, there's so much farmland that we kind of maybe incorrectly assumed that there would be more um, Trump supporters up there, but no. Oh, okay. So in the 1950s, New Hope became a popular gay resort and has a large, active and large gay community. This is very good to know because that's according to Wikipedia. But I, I'm like, oh yeah, Bucks County visit New Hope Pride Week and parade. Yeah, do a big. Yeah, that's good. We're Um, thinking of going down there and like in a few more weekends when it gets a little bit colder, just to get out of the city and have some more holiday fun but definitely i will now yeah it says with its history deeply rooted in the lgbtq plus community new hope became a popular hangout for performers musicians and actors when quote discovered in the 1940s the vibrant town is now a melting pot Hmm. blah 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 a celebrated destination for lgbtq travelers yeah i knew that i I, isn't new hope gay no um i meant that in the best way yeah that's awesome oh my god that's so cute so you were in new hope you went to a yarn store because of course and then, um, and then just hearing everybody honking all around awesome. us, and like, yeah, I, you know, like we're in Philadelphia, and um, like we know how to celebrate. Like the, it felt so much like the Eagles parade two years ago. Did you go downtown? Of course. I, I didn't. I had schoolwork to do, and I'm classic. Not great in large crowds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, classic. Yeah, I celebrated by um, learning about secured transactions. So. 
Um, no, that's mm. great though. So I was home actually. And so my uh, true confessions, I don't have cable. Well, I have basic cable and the only channel I watch is like C-SPAN or NBC, but um, my parents have CNN. So they gave me the password so I could watch on the like app. Yeah. Watch on the Fios app. So I don't, I'm not good at all. You know me, I don't watch stuff. Um, but I figure I know how to use the iPad. So anyway, I was watching CNN on my iPad all week. Um, I also love Jake Tapper. So yeah, Jake Tapper's great. He's a Philly boy too. Mm-hmm. Oh, he it always tweets about us. There was one night I was watching and James King, the guy, they made fun of him on SNL because he was like touching the whiteboard the whole time. I really got the joke this time, which was great. But he, um, he was like, yeah, th- he was like focused in on Delaware County. And he was like, Jake Tapper told me I'm supposed to call it Delco. And I was like, <laughs> yes, you are. Good job. Um, yeah. So I was home. I was, um, I'm a TA, a teaching assistant for a class and I was grading their assignments and I had CNN on and I had a feeling they were going to call it because I knew I thought they were going to call it Saturday. I mean, we were all waiting, but I had a feeling it was going to be in the morning. And that's why I started with that work instead of like school. (laughs) This is the nerdiest shit ever. I'm like, I prioritized what work I could do while watching CNN in the background. Like this is my life. So I did that. What? Teacher's pet. No, this is, I have to do it. Teacher's I'm assistant's ha- pet. <laughs> I get paid okay. to do that. Yeah. Teacher's um, job. Job. <laughs> HT trying to make ends meet. Um, anyway, no, I'm fine. Okay. So it's also a good experience and I enjoy it. But I was grading papers and then I was like, oh my God, I have a feeling they're going to call it. And I had been texting with my mom. And then, yeah, I was just like, I'm never watching TV when things happen. And then CNN was the first place to call it for Biden. And so I texted everybody. Um, and then I burst into tears. No, I texted like my best friend and my mom and my boyfriend. And then I burst into tears. And then um, I exactly what you said, Ross. I just felt this like I was by myself on my bed in my room. And I was like, just felt this like <sighs> release, you know, of like, this is we've gotten one thing fixed. One problem has been fixed for at least the next four years. And like at the time we need it the most, you know? Um, So, yeah. So, and it was just so exciting. And uh, so then it was like, I paused what I was doing and like went down the rabbit hole of like how they figured it out and, you know, just like reading and, oh my God, I was watching CNN when Van Jones gave that really moving Mm. speech. And it was like, just so beautiful to watch and I was crying and then of course I watched them last night their little um celebration in Wilmington that was great I cried before she even opened her mouth when she walked on stage and I just thought both of them sounded really good and you know one of the things that I've been really reflecting on is what like I've read in the news about how you know 71 million and what he said last night like 71 million people in this country are disappointed right now and so I remember what that was like and I am cool. I'm cool if they're cool, you know, like if they're not racist and they're just like bummed that this president, like, I don't know. It's just, yeah. Like I guess I feel like I hope that it's, I hope that, you know, that I love Hillary Clinton so much, but I hope that Joe Biden is like a little comforting to them. Like I think SNL, they did like a joke that was like, not that much different like it's still like 
it's still an old white guy. It's obviously so much different, but it's like, maybe you guys will like it. Just try it out. Yeah. And going back to, and like you said of people being disappointed, like if, like I was talking a lot with my boyfriend yesterday about this of like, I understand some people just vote straight Republican no matter what all the time. Yes. Just like how a lot of us, uh, and like my family does it, and I'm I assuming, vote Democrat. yeah, we vote straight Democrat even if we're not super jazzed about who they are. Like the primaries are for like who you're super psyched about, and then you know you go with uh, who the party chooses and the delegates. Mm-hmm. But like if people voted that way and that's why they voted for Trump because they just cannot bring themselves to vote for a Democrat for whatever reason. Okay. But like the people that we mentioned before, these like QAnon conspiracy people, these alt-right folks, like the people that are making our country stay shut down during this pandemic. Like I don't really have any sympathy for them, but yes. like No, that's the thing is like, I want, I want there to be, some sense of normalcy where the things that the president does do not alienate people. Yeah, like, it like have I don't to be a think Joe Biden's like, going to be controversial today? in the same way. Like Joe Biden's not going to be controversial. I think he's going to be. I think there's and and I have to be careful because like I respect other people's views, but I have a really hard time with. I respect other people's views, but here's my view. No, Um, I have a hard time with like very liberal progressive people who are um, saying things like, like I heard someone say like, this doesn't even matter. Like it's all the same. And it was like, no, it's not. And then like another person who was like, nothing's going to get done. And it was like, you can't just go all the way from one side to all the way to the other. There has to be a midpoint. Like, and then also for things like that, you like, that's then also like, sure. I get it. If you're not huge on Biden, but then also what does that say for Kamala Harris who like her existence as vice president elect is huge. And like, yes, Yes, if you want to talk, yes, it is. Like, if you want to talk, like, disappointing, and then it's like, oh, nothing. Like, it took this long for yeah. her to be in this role. But like, I and I think we talked about this before that like, I, I a lot of times, not always, but a lot of times when somebody says things like, oh, it doesn't matter, or like, whatever. Like, a few weeks ago, I was seriously not sure if, like. I would have the right to marry in within Mm -hmm. the next four years. And sure, like those justices are still on the Supreme court and that is a battle, but like Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel as looming of a threat. And yeah, like there is a privilege in that. And like to have this holier than thou attitude of like, I'm above this whole, like, yeah, the two party system is not great in the grand scheme of things, but like, but it exists. And yeah, but I am a realistic person when it comes to politics this is the world I live in this is the world this is the world yeah but it's a thing of like you have to just like accept the reality that we're in and sure aspire that things can actually change and be better and get and there are ways to and there are ways to hold the people in office accountable for exactly the things they said they're gonna do we're exiting an, we- an election year so like now is the time to like keep your eye on and yeah it hopefully will not be as exhausting as it was this these right. past four years but like this this is how better change and more extreme change comes is when we are constantly participatory instead of 
once every mm-hmm. two to four years when somebody's job is online. Right. Um, I think we need to say right now how big of an impact Black Americans played on this election. Yes. How they showed up in record numbers in Detroit. I mean, let's just say this. This is like one of the highest participation moments of democracy ever. Yeah, 145 million, I believe. That's that's a lot of freaking people yeah and so mm-hmm. oh go ahead no and uh i mean th- like yeah we're you this talking point came up during both of both kamala and joe's speeches last night but like you said shouting out the people of color that helped us get here and if you look at voting lines like it's really only white people that are very split on like uh joe or trump like people of color voted so much more well not necessarily so okay some of the maybe i'm reading i was reading no you're fine there's a there's a hispanic well no you're not wrong i mean but there's like a portion of the latino community that voted for trump there's yes you know a low the line is a lot clearer yeah it's not like a 50 50 thing and i saw a lot of people on uh twitter today and yesterday kind of pointing that out that like this isn't uh like a democrat and republican issue it is a lot of it is a white issue of like this election wasn't like neck and neck, but still like a couple million votes uh, was the difference. And a lot Mm -hmm. of them were, uh, you know, (laughs) white people. Yeah. Um, But it is really remarkable. And Stacey Abrams single-handedly, well, obviously with the support of the organization that she runs and stuff, uh, got 800,000 people registered to vote. Yeah. 800,000. That's almost a million. That's almost one seventh of Joe Biden's, whatever percentage that is. Yeah. So I don't know. It was an amazing day. Um, just a lot to reflect on. Uh, it's very exciting for many reasons. Again, obviously, we have a lot of work to be done. Um, obviously, Trump has not, we're not, it's not January 20th yet. So there's going to be, a lot of Trump in our faces for the next couple months. But, um, you know, Biden and Harris launched their website today, the transition website. He addressed the speech. And then you have all the, you know, Republicans on the morning news shows this morning, like some of the Chris Christie's like, listen, man, you got to If this is if you have evidence, show us the evidence of fraud. But if not, then like it is what it is, you know. And then you have Republicans who are like way more crazy. This is the thing that like freaks me out is the whole voter fraud conspiracy because if they have evidence of it it would show us like they brought that there was so the attorney general of pennsylvania no i'm sorry the secretary of state of pennsylvania was giving a speech the other night or the other day for like an update and she was saying there were someone asked her about fraud voter fraud and she was like there was a a person in luzerne county that tried to register his dead mother to vote and we found out about it and so then like apparently um, the, there was another like Republican, like Giuliani had this, uh, freaking bizarro press conference in Philly. And then like, there was someone else, Corey, whatever his name is, had a press conference and they were like, people in registration have been signing up their dead relatives or people in registration, people in Pennsylvania have been registering their, wow, I'm tired, um, registering their dead relatives. And we were like, yeah, we know there was one person that did that. It was bad. Like, it's more a thing of, like... We figured it out. Yeah, it's one thing to be, like, people are registering their, like, dogs and stuff. But the real question is, like, 
well, did they successfully vote? Because that's the real issue. Like, sure, you can, like, fill out a form for fun. Like, bureaucracy, haha, gotcha. But, like, the system... I, I talked to the, this over with my brother months ago because I was just like, I don't actually understand how... Your vote- brother's a lawyer? Uh, no, he works for the city of Philadelphia. Gotcha. Um, and... Uh, I was just asking him, like, I don't actually understand, like, how the voting records work. Like, how do they know that I voted? Like, isn't it just, like, some archaic system? And, like, no. Like, th- there's, like, localized systems everywhere. And, like, mm-hmm. it it's, like, everything has a barcode and, like, a, a voter number on it. So, like, they know when you registered. They know when you sent it in. They know when it's uh, confirmed. Like, and sure, you can try to do it again, but it's not going to work because they they have the record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, like, crazy. Um, Actually, one of my professors was on NBC10. I'll post the link on the website. He was great. He just explained, like, I don't think these claims are going to make it far. Like, usually a litigation kind of thing happens with, like, a specific issue. Like, he wants to contest multiple states, hundreds of thousands of votes. I I don't think there's a way to to get around it. And and so I'm encouraged when I hear legal scholars be like, um, this probably like Giuliani's like, this is going to the Supreme court. And it's like, it probably won't. And if it does, I don't know what they would, I don't think they would, they can do anything about it. Right. Yeah, like they? the the one that I saw and, you know, granted this was a TikTok, but, um, yeah. like the person brought up, like, cause a lot of people are claiming like, uh, Bush versus Gore and like, oh, like they can contest States and stuff. But like, even if you contested, like Pennsylvania and Georgia and uh, North Carolina, I believe, or South Carolina. North Carolina, he's winning. No, it would be Pennsylvania, Georgia, um, maybe Arizona. I think Trump's winning North Carolina. I, I believe um, so, oh, too. Oh, Wisconsin, maybe, I think he said Wisconsin. Yeah, but, like, it's not even the, like, it's not a close enough call. Like, you could, mm-hmm. ki- I think it, it was, like, what, a margin of 0.1 or 0.2% is when you're allowed to do like a full depends on the state. Yeah, I at least in Georgia, I think they were saying like 0.2% difference they can do a total recount. But like it, as the numbers were coming in, like Biden is at 295, 296 or something. So like it's not really like close enough to really warrant it. Like take mm-hmm. away one or two contested states and Biden still uh has more electoral votes and also popular vote right and so like the only chance he might have i think to fight in a state would be pennsylvania because of the whole late ballot thing um it's asked the supreme court to get involved the supreme court has said no um (laughs) twice uh the pennsylvania republicans tried to get it was like pennsylvania republicans first brought this this state supreme court blah 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 um so it's possible that the it's i it's he they want the supreme court to hear oral arguments and the thing is is like joe biden might be able to carry it's all over these like late these ballots that arrived whatever they're postmarked by election day and they already were separated and counted separately so it's possible that without those votes, Joe Biden would still win. But I think that, the, I think that even so, it's not winning Pennsylvania, like Trump needed that, but I don't think that 
um, it's going to be possible. So I think at this point, like already, like people, there are some Republicans that have been like, okay, well, um, congratulations, Joe Biden. I, I think that it's, I think that it's going to blow up in his face, but he's going to do it. He was sending apparently emails to his support. They were sending emails to his supporters Yes, I all saw day. these. They were, they were wild. Like things like, mm-hmm. you still haven't answered our call and like, we need you for like the Trump defense fund or something like that. Yep. Yeah, they're kind of bananas. Um, so it's just, you know, it's really interesting, like what thinking about, you know, Bush v. Gore and how the Supreme Court handed him the election. That's another thing. But um, no, just thinking about like, this is not going to be a smooth transition of power. And like, honestly, we should expect nothing, nothing more of Donald Trump than to make this insane. But because- To waste people's money on litigation, fruitless litigation, frivolous litigation. But the thing is, because now like we- uh, you know, you and I feel this sense of relief and like this weight off of, of our uh, shoulders. Like, okay, like he has his exit. Like January 20th at noon, he's no longer the president of the United States. And I think that kind of makes the next uh, two months of dealing with this lame duck period a lot easier because like there are, uh, I I forget what they are off the top of my head, but I know that there is like, a law or some checks and balances in place that like a lame duck president can't sweeping do a bunch of different declarations like that. It just doesn't work like that. Um, So like Mm -hmm. if he wants to like ruin, you know, whatever (laughs) alleged reputation he has, then fine. But January 20th, he becomes a private citizen again. Yeah, there's a lot of articles about, like, people – yeah, well, that's the other thing. Like you said, he becomes a private citizen. He's a lot of lawsuits facing him, too. Um, I heard someone say, like, what do you try to part – I guess this is someone by – someone, I mean, the CNN anchors I listened to for, like, three hours a day for the last couple of days. They were like, do you think he's going to try to pardon himself on the way out the door? And I was like, what? Can like, you pardon yourself? I don't think it's – yeah, no. Well, Nixon got pardoned. He yeah, didn't but pardon he, he wasn't like, I don't I'm going to quickly pardon myself. Bye. <laughs> or I don't know if you can do that. Well, no, because I guess no, because under your, you have state sovereign immunity. I guess, I, I don't know. I'd have to ask a legal scholar. But um, yeah, I mean, he's got lawsuits facing him. But yeah, it's just crazy, like thinking about, you know, I read Bush v. Gore in con law in my first year of law school and, you know, learned. I remember it happening in real life, too. I was like nine or ten. Um, but I knew we were a Gore household. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. So it's just like it's it's kind of crazy to hear that they want to bring these challenges. But I. I I mean, what's he going to do? Then yeah, he's going to lose. They just then don't he's really have be a legs. Loser. Like a lot of these, like, it's it's really just shooting fish in a barrel at this point. Like, it's, if they And, and what are they going to find? Like a hundred, a thousand ballots? No. They're, even if they did, they'll find a minute amount of ballots. And even in, even if like Pennsylvania, I, I don't know. I just, it's not conceivable to me that this would be, 
Yeah. And if you want to talk voter fraud, like the California, um, the Southern California Republican Party that were putting up like the fake drop. Yeah, we talked about this last week. Yeah. Like that. That's more (laughs) a legit case of voter fraud than this one. Remember, they were like claiming it was based on a rule that had the Democrats had mm -hmm. passed or something like there's always. Listen, I've learned anything about law school. You can make an argument. Oh, you know what? Judges. These judges just make shit up. That's how the law exists. They just make stuff up. Here, Hannah, can I give you a mini SCOTUS notice right now? Yes. Wow, I am <laughs> taking control. So um, one <laughs> interesting uh, piece of legislation that did pass, and um, I, I, I assume that you're familiar with it, Hannah, was is, I believe, Proposition 22 in California, um, which was a bill that was uh, lobbied heavily by Lyft, DoorDash, Uber, and a bunch of different uh, services. And the whole idea is that um, they can still classify their drivers as independent contractors instead of having to list them as employees and give them benefits. And so there is a worry um, that this could lead to a whole bunch more um, corporations like directly trying to write legislation. Um, so uh, be careful. Wait, this was... Like Proposition 22 was voted on. It was written by Uber people. Um, if not saying? directly by Uber people, then like lawyers that are paid for by like rideshare and different Silicon Valley uh, uh, packs and lobbyists. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I see this. Oh, man, that's crazy. Well, um, you know what other propositions passed around the country? Joe Biden Weed. is president. Oh, that's also states true. Legalized recre- recreational marijuana. That's pretty cool. New Jersey did it. Yeah, um, let's, I... let's hang out in Trenton for no reason. Wink. <laughs> I love that you went straight for Trenton. You were like, we're just going deep. We're going in. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's really interesting, though, Ross. I did not. I, I had not read about California and I'm grateful for you teaching me. Well, and shout out to Adam Conover of Adam Ruins Everything for talking about this a lot because like um, uh, an insidious aspect of that bill is that it can be overridden by a seventh, a seven eighths uh, majority vote, which in partisan politics is very hard to do. Mm-hmm. So uh, it might it's it might just be around forever. That's really now. crazy. That's mm-hmm. really crazy because they had passed that law trying to get them. Or they had had that um, lawsuit, I mean, trying to get yeah. benefits and stuff. Wow. Well, as we reflect, I feel like we should wrap this up soon because we're just chatting. Um, but wow, guys, what a freaking day. I wish I had something like, oh, wait, I, I did get a news alert before this that speaking of Bush v. Gore, earlier Trump's campaign headquarters put a free, uh, fake newspaper um, oh, yeah. on the door that said, uh, President Gore, and apparently back when the election Bush v. like the mm-hmm. 2000 election, um, a newspaper I forget what newspaper had published President Gore, and then of course like they didn't announce the winner for like till December, um, and so a spokesperson, this is a quote, said that um, the President Gore like thing outside the Trump campaign headquarters was to remind. It was a reminder that the media doesn't elect the president. Um, mm-hmm. It's like so, a Dewey defeats Truman thing. 
Yeah, and then apparently they deleted it um, because it was doctored photos. And yeah, it's just really interesting. I think um, I think that for a man who lives in denial, this is the only way he can cope. And I pray that we get to watch him carried out kicking and screaming, like. Because um, didn't he basically say that? Like you'll take. He me literally out said me. that. Damn. I am. I would love to see that. Yeah. Do you think he's going to show up at inauguration? <laughs> I don't think he'll be invited. And no, I don't think he will. Yeah. I, I listen. I'm just curious. I just want us to like get the electorates to like give their seal of approval and then get Joe elect, get Joe. Inaugurated. Totally. Yeah. Like, and also like if you are listening and you are a Trump supporter, like why are you listening to this? Podcast? Why, no, why are kidding. you listening? We welcome I'll, you. <laughs> yeah. Why, how'd you get this far in this episode? In yeah. particular? But also like, even if you support Trump for whatever reason at this point, like it, the way that he's acting is just, very sore losery like i watched a couple concession speeches uh the other day just out of curiosity and like george hw bush was a one-term president that was disappointed mm-hmm. that he lost to um bill clinton but the way that he spoke about like uh, i was disappointed with the results but i talked to the the governor and he told him that he ran a great campaign or whatever and we have to come together as a country that was me yeah. trying my best i do not do a george hw great i loved it I loved um, every second but of like it. at a certain point that whole outsider status uh, for Trump, like it wore off and now he is like it or not establishment. And like, he's just, this isn't even like a, Oh, breaking norms because stodgy politicians is just like, dude, come on. It's going to be amazing. I mean, the Trump effect is real. So it's going to be amazing to see what happens next. And it's certainly, you know, I wonder for his base, what like his influence on the Republican party is, impressive yeah <laughs> it's like he's, g- he's gonna have like some talk show he's gonna be like my cock could be in a few no years. i think he might even no presidents i feel like that's not a president thing although he might just i mean presidents that. usually don't call into like daytime fox shows <laughs> yeah right yeah they'll get a show on fox news but i wonder if it makes him more appealing that he goes out kicking and screaming than it would if he conceded and then just was like the guy to bring on for fundraisers you know yeah. politics are so weird but Who wow knows? hey guys on that note politics are weird oh if you guys didn't see joe biden's speech last night you should watch it and then you should watch the end of it for the drone show because it was my friend it was so company. Cool. it's very cool and it was really sweet because um i had heard i in my in my cnn binge i heard them say there was gonna be a drone celebration and i know that my friend's partner runs this drone it's weird saying a drone business but like yeah this like they do these kinds of like drone formation things and when you see this you'll be like oh this is the coolest thing and it better become like a new trend right so i texted her and was like is this like you know your partner's thing and she was like yeah he's been working really hard or no she said i can't say anything and i was like Okay, cool. Um, and so the, it was cool too, just watching him watch the drones. Like he was like, "This is amazing!" Like he was loving it. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden. I mean, I'm sure my friend's partner was very focused on what he was doing, but I was loving it, and I was loving watching. And you know, Kamala had 
um, Doug up there and their stepchildren and then, uh, or their, you know, the mom, they don't call her stepmom, they call her mama. Um, Mm -hmm. And then her sister, Maya, and then Maya's daughter, Mina, and their husbands. And then like their, Mina's little daughters who are really cute and tiny, they were there. And it was just so nice to see their families. It was cool. Um, So Doug, uh, in addition to being the first gentleman, will be the first um, Jewish spouse of any uh, president or vice president. So it's like, so I can aspire um, now. (laughs) Yeah. So it was funny because on SNL, they, I'm going to spoil a joke if you haven't watched it, but they just were like, they were like, we're making history all over this place. Like the two of them, Doug and Kamala. So that was cool. And I guess Joe's really old. He gets part for that. He is such a grandpa though. At the beginning of his speech, he comes out and he's waving to all these people. He's like, is that Ruth Ann? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, he oh, did hi, a little Ruth jog like, out. Yeah. He, yeah. He did the little jog out. That was funny. Oh my God. I loved it. Yeah. And I'll, he did have like one or two little like misspeaks during his speech. But remember, uh, like we said, during the DNC week that like he, he does live with a stutter and, uh, yeah, I thought he did great too. Yeah. He did really great. And like, I feel inspired and amped and ready to go to hold him and Kamala accountable. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and for the record, you people listening, you don't think I'm going to take it easy on them. Listen, I, it's so funny because we started this podcast in January and I was like, I'm going to be as, I'm going to try to be as nonpartisan as I can. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm yeah, it sorry. Was, it was very I also weird. didn't swear at first, whatever. Listen, yeah. if anyone's listening to this and you've made it this far into my podcast and you still don't like me or you don't want to hire me for this job, well, listen, at least I got your, your listen notched on our little Yeah. And when we start analytics. reading ads for purple mattresses, huh? It'll mm-hmm. suck to be you. <laughs> Sorry, I was taking a sip of water. You made me laugh. Um, yeah, no, we'll be we'll be keeping it real, but it will be nice to not have to talk about something truly insane. Like we won't have to. It's going to be policy things we're pissed off about, not like what world leader were you talking to? Apparently. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, their campaign didn't talk to any foreign leaders, um, even in transition, like even as they were gearing up to transition, because they didn't want to give any appearance of impropriety or like, you know. That's a good idea. Yeah, but it's also like foreign leaders. I I don't really know like how common it is to speak to foreign leaders before, but Joe Biden has all these like connections. So it's like, I guess people were reaching out to them at least. Yeah, and I'm, I am curious to see, like, because I'm assuming in a few months we will probably see a report about any sort of uh, foreign influence on the election. Because, I mean, they were saying that pretty outright that uh, countries were trying to do so, but it didn't feel as prescient of an issue. Because I think some of these foreign countries are like, they seem to be doing just fine spreading misinformation on their own. I would say that it's not the kind, I would say that it's our intelligence is aware of it. I would say American intelligence is. Everybody learned a lot from 2016. That's what I'm saying. I think like, I don't think those threats are any less real. I think that they are just now aware of them and people have been, Mm -hmm. you know, Facebook and Twitter and all those have been um, cracking down. But I think, I, I don't know. I'm glad to not, I like to know what's going on, but I don't like to know too much that I'm scared to use the computer. I've gotten to that point 
I remember when I first learned what the dark web was. Is it the deep web or the dark web? The dark web, right? Yeah. Oh my god, that stuff scares the hell out of me. I can't. Oh, now I'm thinking about it. It's like nine at night. Okay. Uh, we should. I don't want to end on the dark night. What is the dark night? Is my favorite movie, The Dark Web. I have. This is like my bedtime. Okay, Ross. What am I saying? You end the show. You did such a good job getting us to the intro. Can you end um, the show? Another episode in the books. Um and <laughs> uh, wave your flags and wave your hands oh, in the God. air. Um and you Party know what in the USA. And, uh, you know, uh, if you plan to see friends or family for Thanksgiving, start quarantining now. We'll be back next week so we can mention that. But, yeah, go ahead, sir. Okay. I don't. Wait, what? You quarantine after you see them, right? And before. Okay. Yeah. I get it. I understand. Okay, bye. <sighs> this has been Keep You Posted. Hosted and executive produced by Hannah Trav. Produced and edited by me, Ross Wiseman. Our art and logo is by Kristen Finger, and our music by Graham Trav. For a list of our sources from the episode, bonus content, and to get in touch with us, visit us at www.keepyoupostedpod.com. <laughs>